Hello, this is Dr. Tia Barnes, and welcome to the Scholarly Self-Care Podcast, where we will talk all about the SEL, or social-emotional learning, in self-care. This podcast is for educators, parents, and caregivers of children and youth. Each week, we will talk about your well-being to put you in a better space to support the well-being of the children in your life. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I wanted to just take some time today to talk a little bit about the role of gratitude in our self-care. So I wanted to start off first with a quote, and then I wanted to get into this topic because I feel that as we are preparing to go into the holiday season, since we know Thanksgiving is our kickoff, And particularly this year, things are going to be or are already uh, very different. I know that we typically spend the holidays with family and friends and a lot of people aren't traveling this year. A lot of people are having smaller gatherings than they normally would. And just thinking over all the things that happened this year, you may be in a situation where you've lost a loved one over this year. You may have lost a job and so you're not able to do all the things that you would normally want to do in terms of finances at this time of year. And so there is a lot to be down about as we go into the holiday season for 2020. And so I wanted to just take some time to talk about this idea of gratitude and how it can help us with our well-being during this time and also something that we could incorporate in our lives moving forward as well. So the quote that I wanted to first provide is from Oprah Winfrey and it says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never ever have enough. And so what this quote for me means is that when we are thankful for the things that we have in our lives, even though we may not tangibly get more, we will feel more of that positive feeling that we would get if we were to tangibly have more things. But in addition to that, when we concentrate on the things that we don't have, no matter how much we build up or how many tangible things or things go our way, if we're always focused on that thing that we don't have, we'll never ever have enough. And I'm thinking for this, it's more of having enough in terms of those feelings of well-being and feelings of contentment and feelings of happiness in our life. And so for us to continue with that feeling of happiness and gratitude, no matter what is happening in our lives at the moment, Focusing on the idea of gratitude is key. So gratitude is an appreciation for what you receive. And this can be things that are tangible or intangible, meaning it could be being thankful for receiving gifts, for receiving money, for receiving a house, for the children in your lives. But it could also be intangible in the fact that you are thankful that you feel comfort You're thankful that you're alive. You're thankful that, you know, you 
are in a good space mentally or, or whatever else it may be. So not necessarily something that you're receiving that you can hold on to, meaning like in your hand, but still something that definitely plays a part in your life. So in terms of gratitude, the ways that gratitude helps us, I can definitely talk about it anecdotally in ways that it's helped me in terms of pulling myself out of negative spaces when I'm focused on, oh, this isn't going right and this isn't going right. And just taking that time to really think about what is happening and what is going right, Um, which is definitely something that I want to give my husband credit for, because I think just in general, I tend to have more of a pessimistic view on things. And he's definitely a positive person in terms of looking at things from that space of gratitude. And so taking from his example, I've tried to do that more. But then in addition to that, there's actually research that shows how being grateful can help us in improving our well-being. So particularly in the area of positive psychology, there has been research that shows that being grateful and having gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness that it helps people feel more positive emotions, and that it improves health. It also helps people to deal with adversity. So for example, this pandemic, and it helps to build strong relationships. And there have been some very interesting studies that have been done over time that have shown some of the amazing results that can happen because of gratitude. So one was done by Dr. Seligman, who is a positive psychologist, and he's at University of Pennsylvania. And he did a study where he looked at various positive psychology interventions. And one of those interventions for one of the weeks was to have individuals write a letter and deliver that letter of gratitude to someone who they felt like they hadn't necessarily properly thanked in the past. And in doing this, he found that the participants who wrote these letters, they exhibited a huge increase in their happiness. And even better, this increase in happiness lasted for over a month. So these benefits were definitely more long-term. It wasn't like I gave the letter today and I'm happy today that I did this, but it helped to boost that mood. So imagine if this, for example, was something that we put into our lives as a regular practice. And then even more so than this, imagine the person that received that letter. So I know most of you that are listening are parents or educators or both. And we know that in both cases, those tend to be thankless jobs, right? You may go on teaching students for years, not quite sure of how well you're doing, except to look to see that, yes, they're, they are improving and they're leaving this class with these skills. But I don't think many people, I know this was definitely the case for me, don't go into teaching thinking that you're going to get all these accolades and you're going to get all of this recognition. It's definitely not the profession for that. And so when you do have that student that comes and thanks you, for the effort that you've put in or for the experience that you've provided them or the student that comes back after years and and tells you what a difference being in, in your class has made in their life, that just feels amazing. And it gives you this boost and it helps you to want to continue on in the track that you are 
and gives you that, that push you need to continue, especially when it gets hard. And the same thing for parenting. Sometimes it's, it's tough, but then your, your kid will come up to you and say, I love you and you are the best parent ever and give you a huge hug and you go, Oh, this is why I, I'm doing this. And it, it just, again, lifts your mood and puts you in such a positive space. And so it's kind of like you're getting a twofer here because according to this research, you yourself in providing that gratitude and being grateful to that person are getting a boost. But then also imagine the boost that that person is getting from you letting them know that you are thankful for the things that they do for you or even just for their presence. And presence meaning being in a space, not presence like a gift, <laughs> but that as well. You can definitely thank them for that as well. Oh, and let me give you another example because that one was an example where we're linking gratitude in terms of providing gratitude to a person. But then also there were other studies that showed that when individuals just take time each day and they write down things that they are grateful for, that this also leads to more happiness and it also leads them into a positive mental space in terms of positive emotions just from taking the time each day to think about the things that are happening in their lives that they are grateful and thankful for. So again, it could definitely involve another person as a twofer, but it can also just be something that you engage in on a daily basis where you're just looking at the blessings that you have in your life and using that to help you in terms of your mental well-being. So what are some ways that we can practice gratitude? Well, the first one could be to keep a gratitude journal. You can do this in a multitude of ways. You could actually take time out every day and say, the first thing I'm going to do is just write about the things that I'm grateful for. You can do it as a list. So I have in my self-care journal a gratitude list. And so for each day of the month, you just you can list one thing that you're grateful for. Some people will just take some time out each day and write down a couple things, two, three, whatever number feels right for you, things that they're grateful for that day and just watch the the list build over time. And it could just be simply that you already have a list, but you just take time out that day to read over it. And so this idea of journaling and taking the time to review the things that you're grateful for just puts that more so front and center for us. Because just as human beings, we tend to look more at the negative things because those tend to be front and center in our minds. And so we have to be very intentional about focusing on those positive things. The second way that you can practice gratitude is by writing a thank you note. And so I already provided the example of how this was done in terms of the study and how it had that huge boost on happiness that lasted for longer term in terms of like a month. So with writing a thank you note, my suggestion here would be to be very intentional about it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a letter. It could be an email that you send to someone. It could be a card that you send out or it could be an actual letter letter. But just taking the time to be intentional about noticing 
what people are doing in your life, the value they're bringing to your life. Whether it's that this is someone that just brings you comfort, just their presence brings you comfort. Whether it's someone that supports you financially, whether it's someone who is just a really good friend and always provides you with with support and advice or whatever else it may be. Really start to pay attention to those people in your life and the things that they bring to you. And again, it doesn't have to be physical because we gave plenty of examples where it's not physical, but note those and start creating a list of people that you want to provide these thank you notes for and be intentional about setting a time. Maybe you do it once a month where you just write a note for one person off your list once a month and send it to them, send them the email, send them the long text message with the message, send them the DM, whatever way you want to contact them, but get in touch with them and let them know what they've done for your life. And remember what I said, this is a twofer because this is one of those acts where it does help you feel better, but you're also giving to someone else. And so please consider that one. So a next one would be to take some time just to look for your blessings. So in a similar sense of honing in on the blessings that you're getting in terms of what people are bringing into your life, just take some time and really focus in more on the many blessings you have. And they are everywhere. So for those of you who have gone through losses this year, I know that those may feel front and center But consider all the things that you do have. Maybe you've lost your job, but perhaps you still have a place to live. Maybe your spouse is still able to work. And yes, you're not able to live in the way that, you know, you would have hoped or with the the security that you are used to, but you are still able to have food on your table. You're still able to have a table and a roof over your head. And so being grateful for those things. And of course, being grateful doesn't mean that you never hope for things to ever change, but realizing that there are people out there who may have lost everything, their homes, they may have lost families. They may you know, be on the streets for this holiday season. And if that's not where you necessarily are at this moment, being grateful for that. You also can look for blessings in terms of, again, your community, who are the people that are in your lives. You could look at it in terms of material things, but even beyond that. So For me, one of the things that I was writing about in my journal is just the fact that as it gets cold, I'm a Floridian, so I am all for the warm weather. I would prefer for it to be summer all the time than for it to get cold. And so as winter is coming upon us, and it it does make me sad when winter comes, but one of the things I think about is I have a roof over my, I have this warm blanket, I have heat. I live in a home with heat. There are people who cannot turn on their heat and they are probably really cold or maybe, maybe they're, you know, a little bit more used to if they've lived here, but still they're probably cold. 
we haven't gotten to, you know, the, the pinnacle of winter yet. Like we're still in, in late fall. And that's why I said probably. But eventually, you know, it is going to get to a place where it is going to be really cold. And there are going to be folks that have to really concern themselves and try to figure things out in terms of, of staying warm enough. And that's not a concern that I currently have or that, you know, has to come to mind for me. And so I am blessed in that. I'm grateful for that. And then another thing um, that we can do or another way that we can practice gratefulness is to pray. So for those of you who are religious or spiritual, whichever, or taking some time as you're doing your prayer to just be thankful for the things that you have. So taking time out, and that's something that I do at the beginning of my prayers, is just taking time out to thank God for the fact that I have food. So thanking God before my meals, taking time to thank God that you know, my family is safe and that we're well. And especially now in the middle of this pandemic, the fact that, you know, we are well and no one's sick at the moment is a true blessing to me now and always, but definitely more so now to not have that worry, being thankful that I have a job where I can work from home so that I am able to be here with my children and help them through school. Though I could focus on the fact that sometimes it's, you know, it is very stressful in a lot of ways, but just the fact that I'm able to do that. There's some parents who are not even able to do that. They have to leave, they have to go to work and their kids are home. And so for me, that would be even more stressful to consider, you know, what am I going to do with my children during these times and things like that. And so the fact that I'm in this place is a blessing. And so that also speaks to the idea of looking at in your current circumstance, what is the blessings that come from that? So yeah, so prayer would be um, the last thing that I would suggest in terms of, oh, actually, no, that was second to last thing. Sorry, guys. Um, The last thing that I would suggest in terms of practicing gratitude is to remember where you came from. So I know that there are some people who are listening to this podcast that may have come from less humble beginnings and may feel like now they've in a way downgraded. But even in that case, maybe they've downgraded materially, but they've felt like they've grown in terms of emotionally or mentally. And so there's still different ways to look at this, but particularly for those who are from humble beginnings and who feel like the place that they are currently at was only a dream for them at one point in their life, remembering how far you've come is so important. So this is definitely something that sticks with me all the time. Within my family, we came from Jamaica and so there is no free education there. I went to school here in the U.S. I was able to graduate. I went to college, graduate school, and now have a doctorate. And that is something that no one else in my family has done. And when I think back on, you know, what my parents had to do in terms of leaving their home to come to a new country 
and, you know, go through all that they've had to go through in terms of working multiple jobs and just, you know, like I said, again, leaving family behind and trying to acclimate to a new place so that me and my siblings could be in this place, in this space. I am very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for the life that I live now, especially when I look back and think about where I came from. And so regardless of what it is that is not right for me right now, whatever it is that isn't to the place that I would like it to be right now, I can still, though, think back to what my life was or what my life would have been and be grateful for where I am now. And I think we all can do that to an extent. Like I said, there may be some people who are from backgrounds where now they feel like, okay, well, I'm at a lesser place than I would have been financially or whatever else it may be. But then they can still think about the fact that, hey, maybe I'm not quite in the space that I would have been in these areas, but in these other areas, whether again, it has to do with their growth mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it may be, that they are in a much better space now. And so being grateful for those things. And something else that I want to say about this idea of gratefulness that I feel like in some ways I've struggled with in the past is sometimes it gets hard for you to think about being grateful when you also have this mindset of I need to grow and I need to move on to new levels and I want to be ambitious and continue to work for things and, you know, being a type A personality, that's definitely, I think, an area that I've been in for a while. Like, okay, yeah, this is good, but I want to push myself more or to push myself to do these things. And being grateful and then also being goal-oriented, it does not have to be in conflict. And you don't have to give up one in order to be the other. So it is possible for you to be grateful for where you are and for what you have, but to still have goals and to still pursue those goals. And this is definitely something that's taken me a long time to learn. Because on one hand, I felt like if I'm grateful for where I'm currently at, then I'm just going to be comfortable here and just not push myself to get any further. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can still be grateful for where you are and for the things you have while still simultaneously saying, I'm grateful for where I'm at. I'm grateful for the things I have and I'm going to keep that with me, but I'm also going to pursue these additional goals, keeping in mind that if in the end I'm still where I currently am five years from now, I'm grateful for still these things. Because going back to that quote from earlier, When you are grateful, you'll end up having more. Just in the sense that you're now even more so just in a mental space and in an emotional state where you are being more positive. You're really taking in those good experiences that you've had. You're able to deal with any of the barriers and challenges that come up. And so because of that, you are going to be able to push forward towards those goals and meet those goals 
more easily than you would if you were being ungrateful and considering all the negative things that were happening in your life and focusing more on that. And just to challenge that, there was actually a study where the participants were asked to write about positive things that had happened in their life. There was also a group that was asked to write about things that irritated them. And for that group, they were less happy and they ended up going to the doctor more frequently. So not being in as good of health than the other group. And so it on the opposite side of this, focusing on that negative does have effects on us that are not going to be helpful for us as we try to move forward and try to rebuild or just try to continue and, and live as we currently are through this pandemic. And so it's so important that we just take the time and think about ways that we can be grateful for the things that we have. And so one of the things that I am very grateful for is for you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for just taking the time to share the podcast with others. And I wanted to let you all know that this is going to be the last episode of season one of the podcast. And when I first started this podcast, I did want to break it into seasons. I was going back and forth about when to end it, but I feel like this is a good time just to um, end and take a little bit of a break. I will be back as we go into the holidays. And so the show will be back in January. If you are not currently following the show on Instagram, please do. It's at the Scholarly Self-Care Podcast. And I'll be posting there along with all my other social media outlets about when the air date for the new season will be. And in the meantime, as you're waiting for the show to come back, feel free to replay your favorite episode so far. Please, please take some time to rate and review the show on iTunes because that will make the show um, actually pop up more so that other people, as they're scrolling for a new podcast to listen to, they'll actually see this podcast and be able to interact with it. And then also, please feel free to just share the podcast with your friends and anyone else that you think would benefit from the episodes that we've had so far. And in the meantime, please, please take care. Have a wonderful holiday season. And I so look forward to being back with you guys in January for 2021. And I am as grateful as I was for 2020 and even more grateful for what 2021 will hopefully hold for us. And yes, take care. Have a happy holidays and I will see you in 2021. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Please visit drtiabarnes.com for show notes. And while you're there, feel free to leave a note. I'd love to connect. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. Don't forget to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app. Thank you to colettemckenzie.com for providing podcast management services for this show. See you all next week. And as always, take care.